this morning's reflection is about patience and its relationship to metta. The great strength of a mind, heart, protected through the energy of metta, this quality, this capacity to stay present and connected with a heart that's fearless, with a mind, heart that's free of ill will. This capacity is called for again and again throughout our practice, throughout our life. And it's one of the most powerful and subtle forces in the universe, as Gandhi called it. Another response to our question, why metta, from last evening's Dhamma talk, is that the practice and the cultivation of a mind, a heart, steeped in metta is a powerful way of introducing the heart-mind to patience. With patience being a most important and necessary quality, that's a great benefit in relationship to the development of concentration. Years ago when I was a resident teacher for the Insight Meditation Society staff, we had a weekly meeting in which we explored various Dhamma topics, usually carrying one topic over for a few weeks. And one of our topics at one point was patience. I asked the question to everybody on staff, what is your experience of patience from an experiential perspective? And some of the responses were these. Patience feels like body-mind calm, quiet, serenity. Someone added smoothness. Another said, persevering, openness, peace. One person said, friendliness. And then another added, okayness, satisfactoriness, ease. One person said, patience is the highest form of devotion. And another experiential description was hastening slowly. Then I asked the group another question. I said, what does impatience feel like? What is that experience for you? And some of the responses were war, restlessness, edginess, sometimes anger, heat, agitation, wanting, irritation, uneasiness, not being able to stand it, not being able to bear it, 
unfriendliness. And of course, every one of us here knows all of these experiences for ourselves, though we may not always have related them to patience or impatience. Patience implies faith. Not a blind faith, but a heartful, wise faith. It's our we'll see attitude. And it's also faith in ourselves that we're patiently doing our best at this moment. The author Rainier Maria Rilke wrote about patience in a very beautiful way. He said, there is here no measuring with time. No year matters. And ten years are nothing. Being an artist, or we could say being a meditator, means not reckoning and counting, but ripening like the tree which doesn't force its sap and stands confident in the storms of spring without the fear that after them may come no summer. It does come, but it comes only to the patient who are there as though eternity lay before them, so unconcernedly still and wide. I learn it daily, and sometimes with pain, to which I'm grateful. Patience is everything. The Buddha often spoke about patience and he used the word forbearance fairly often as one of his descriptions of patience. With this word forbearance, he wasn't uh, talking about an attitude of putting up with it or toughing it out. These two attitudes actually come from a tight, hard-shelled inner stance. In the Dhamma sense, the forbearance of a patient heart, mind, means meeting experience with an approach imbued with the qualities of receptivity, acceptance, and softness, the very qualities that the practice of metta cultivate. Patience allows us to open to and be fully present with each moment with respect and with humility. Honoring the moment, no matter what we're facing in our mind, heart, or body, and no matter what's coming to us from the world around us. To forbear in this sense. Metta is a clear and powerful way towards cultivating the strength inherent in a patient, loving heart. And coming to know in deep experiential ways that this is really a great advantage, a great benefit in relationship to one's concentration practice and in relationship to one's life overall. As we cultivate metta, 
and practice and live more patiently. As we're more and more still and wide and at the same time determined and diligent in and with our practice, it's inevitable that there will be an increase of calm, tranquility, joy, peace, and fearlessness. And within our practice and in our life as a whole, a continued blossoming of kind-heartedness, unconditional acceptance, and a growing ability to live a life beneficial and compassionate life. It's inevitable that this will happen. St. Francis de Sales said this, he said, be patient with everyone, but above all, with yourself. I mean, do not be disheartened by your imperfections, but always rise up with fresh courage. There's no better means of attainment to the spiritual life than by continually beginning again. 